Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 10th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing uh, great. What what a major. What a fantastic major. First major of the year. Listen, the circumstances of, you know, that got us to this being the first major of the year were horrendous, unpleasant. Nobody's having a great year. Um besides maybe Bryson, he's having a good year, I think. But but you know, the, obviously no one we would have preferred not to have been here in August playing our first major of the year, but these are the circumstances. This is what we, you know, where we've arrived after some unpleasantness and losing golf, which, you know, wasn't a top priority, but it was a great, great first major all the way around. I thought um, Harding Park was an appropriate venue, appropriate showcase, maybe not some people's first choice for different reasons, but it was a. It came off well. There was no big controversy. It looked pretty, as we saw ample. <laughs> I've never seen more clouds in my life than this weekend. Clouds, nothing but clouds. Clouds in the trans of I San Francisco, one of my favorite cities in the world. Some of the best weekends of my life and visiting there. But. Once you see it, you say, like that doesn't need to be shown every four minutes. The aerials, so, so a lot of clouds. St. Harding Park looked great. Leaderboard was great. Um, you know, some real fun coverage quirks with ESPN get involved. It was just a good and a worthy and a worthy uh, winner. And, and golf Twitter audience, you guys listening, showed out. We balled out. It was fantastic. Just a great. It was happy, happy four days. So go ahead. Yeah, I. It was it was great. I I watched a ton of golf. Mm-hmm. You know, basically twelve hours a day for yeah. four straight days, and for those twelve hours a day for four straight days, it was the first time that I've really forgotten a lot about what was going on in the world, and it was wonderful. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think that's where sports can be such a great escape, and and what a, it it being the center of attention, having so many guys in the thick of it coming down the stretch. It was an exciting finish and we could have crowned. We might look back on one of the great all time greats with Colin Morikawa. Seriously. Yeah. Not a lot of guys win majors at 23. No. Well, what was it? Well, wasn't it Tiger and uh, Roy were the ones to do it? A PGA only. That was a little sort of, uh, caveat they did on that stat on cbs tiger so. rory and spieth all won before 23 okay. morikawa is a little older is 23 and months old you know but but yeah. but he hasn't uh, been a pro but yeah a year just over a year so. and that's the thing with morikawa he got the degree it's not he could have turned pro four years right. ago he, he finished right. 
He lost in a playoff at a web event the summer of his freshman year. Most yeah. guys would be gone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you think about that. Yeah. That's like one of the crazy things. He probably would have had his card at age 19. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he stayed. He got a degree from Cal. And I mean. Was that where he went? Are you sure? I, I think I, I heard that on the telecast. Did you? I thought it was Stanford. You know, first. <laughs> Did you hear that he had played oh. Harding Park before? Local kid does good. Golden Bear, Cal Bear. Oh my lord! That that and clouds. I don't know. It was a two horse race between Cal mentions and clouds for most ubiquitous uh, oh, piece of the I broadcast. I think we could throw but in hey. we could throw in Bryson. Bryson's uh, distance. No, but I think the PGA gets razzed every now and then, right? You know, it's the one without the identity and all this stuff. But it 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 usually shows. It usually. Jimmy Walker year notwithstanding provides a great show, a great entertainment product often, you know, it, it, and it's, it still, it takes its lumps, but I, I was happy for it. This, you know, kind of inanimate object that is the PGA championship. I was happy for it that it got this spotlight. So it, it, this is the thing. Multiple things can be true. Harding yes. Park had a you're great go championship. Into, you're going into your Bell Reeve debate when everybody was shouting at you. All of St. Louis got mad at you about ripping on Bell Reeve. Oh, we got Tiger Brooks. I thought this course sucked. Is this where we're going? Yeah, Harding Park point? had a great championship, but okay. Harding Park is not a major championship golf course. Okay. Yeah, no, we, we got it. Yes. Yep. They talked even more about it. When CBS is talking about how there's not much <laughs> break and greens. That means there's nothing there. Does I think that put it, an I asterisk it, on the Morikawa win? I've I've long advocated on the PG on on the Fried Egg podcast for architectural malpractice becoming a thing, and TPC Design Services legitimately should be arrested we, for architectural malpractice out there. How are we doing this so early but in the podcast? Never, let's, let's get back I, on this. But I'm not thinking great, fondly about when all of St. Louis wanted, was like, wanted to you know, crucify you. Well, they hate it. You remember that? It was oh, more Reese Jones were... member right. memberships. Uh, anybody that was a member of Reese Jones Club. <laughs> they were so mad at you. It's like, listen. I'm not dogging the PGA. It was just the <laughs> that was good. Uh, okay, so Morikawa wins. A lot of attention, a lot of ink, a lot of air being spilt over the um, tee shot at 16. He had a chip in on 14 to take the outright lead and then sort of grabbed it by the neck uh, at the 16th with the tee shot, which he said he was thinking, uh, thinking specifically about his tee shot at 14 at the workday, charity open. Uh, another sort of cut drivable for and it worked out and he made the eagle putt on top of it you know converted it so led, uh, led the field in strokes game putting yes i think one of the things we saw uh obviously there were a ton of bombers on the on the leaderboard oh, i get home from the women's am and it was like bryson dj and champ tied uh tied for the lead and i was just like god lord i, I was just thinking of brendan todd just had to have his head in his hands like i can't todd i can't great compete. final round i know he protected the points <laughs> um uh, but you know a lot of bombers at the top but morikawa is not a bomber no he he's led... not a short hitter but not a bomber here's is the thing accurate? this is this is the thing that i think needs to be recalibrated who we call bombers right Jason Day isn't a bomber anymore. 
Just 300 yards not 300 not yards enough. isn't a bomber. That's average. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Morikawa is, I think, like one-tenth in distance on tour, which some might say is a flawed stat. But he's not long um, by tour standards. But you know what he did? He hit the most fairways. Yep. His approach game, as always, was extraordinarily good. Proximity. And he uh, and he led the field in putting, which was nice to see that, that uh, somebody, like somebody prevailed. That wasn't necessary. It wasn't just bomb and gouge. Prevailed. Yeah, no, I mean, you hit fairways, you throw in darts, your proximity numbers are great, and you lead the field in strokes game putting. I would think you'd be in good shape to win. Lowest, uh, lowest, one twenty nine. He shot on the weekend, which is the lowest closing thirty six hole total score by a champion in men's golf major history. Whoa, whoa! If par par is irrelevant, but that's a one twenty nine. I know that's a number. How about that? Hey, while we're talking about proximity and all this approach game, did you see John Wall reheat that? sort of story about college yeah where they gave him a six iron and some testing thing and his dispersion pattern with the six iron was better than most elite players wedges mm-hmm. dispersion pattern like not just chumps like four handicaps elite players his six iron dispersion was better than wedge so i just love that story and it's it shows today how long does that stay with him is that the something irons? that leaves you? No. Like putting, at, you know, guys, guys, just as you get older, your putting tends to go from you. But like, is that something that will ever leave him? Is that something, a skill that can, he, he, you know, dips here and there, but he'll maintain for 20 years. If you think about the best players, like the longest, the best players for a long, long time, you know yeah. what their primary skill, their best skill is? Iron. Iron. Arch. Tiger. Yeah. Phil. Yeah. Scott McCarron. <laughs> Just kidding. Scott. Um, Phil would be a great example of that. Uh, Jim Furyk, great yeah. iron player. Um, yeah. Let's see. Who else is there? There's Adam Scott, Sergio Garcia. Those are two world-class iron players. and Still yeah, doing it. Still doing it well. 20 years later for those guys. So. At what what point did you think? You know, I thought we gave Morikawa short shrift on Saturday night with. What Bacon. are you talking about? I picked him. You guys I might know. have sh- shortchanged him. But we got just we got too into talking about you know DJ's shortcomings and Bryson Brooksy stuff like that. Like, of course we should. We, I don't know. I don't know what you say about him other than what we've t- said already. He's an amazing ball striker. He's young. He's going to win a lot more. Uh, he seems like a. He seems like a good person. I mean, what do you want me to add to it? Where, where does he go from here? I think, I mean, I'm not 100% certain about this. He's number four in the world right now. Yeah. He would yeah. be at least number two in the world if it wasn't for the divisor. Divisor, not enough where starts. He hasn't made enough starts, so he gets hurt by this divisor in the world mm-hmm. golf rankings. So he'd be yeah. number two if it wasn't that. He might even be number one in the world. Like, Will, Will I asked Will to do the numbers because I that's way beyond my comprehension and skill level and will came up with i'm certain he would be number two i'm not positive but he might be number one without the divisor and he in two in nosferatu tweeted in two weeks 
he has the chance to become number one in the world. Interesting. Uh, so I did that Spieth question the other day, like who under 40 would not take Spieth's career, like what he's done, where he is, and where he's going. And we said like, you know, JT, Brooks, Rory. I think Morikawa would be the young guy, right? Would he trade spots? You know, I got I got some messages from people that were like, "Man, Brendan was really trying to bait you into saying something stupid there." Because like what? It, this came from a player. He goes, "Nobody should want what Spieth's got right now." Why? I think that they misunderstood that you were saying like you get all of the majors and all the yeah, wins. Yeah, yeah. But you have to deal with his current. You end state. your career with three majors and at least twelve wins. Hey, congratulations on winning the undercard today. Spieth, yeah, the big bill. <laughs> it was a nail biter. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Big Bill couldn't be Mister Duct Tape. That's the other point. Like Speed is not what he. We don't need to have a Speed talk. He's not what he once was, but he's making cuts. He's better than Big Bill by a slim margin. Anyways, more cow I feel. Of a bill. <laughs> Who would you take? Who would you rather be right now, more cow or a JT going forward? Who's got the better prospects, better outlook? I mean, Both JT's the number one player in the world. He's won whatever thirteen times. I think. I'm Morikawa hasn't missed a cut. He missed one cut. I I love that Morikawa knocked this one off early uh-huh. because I think obviously the weakest part of his game is putting, and we've seen what happens to players like Adam Scott and Sergio Garcia when they don't get one quick or or Wesley, and it's what Monty talked about getting this one early is such a huge thing for Morikawa. Yeah. Where, like... I, d- I don't know the answer to the question, though. I mean, he's got three wins in, what, 28 starts seven, or something? something like that. Yeah. I mean, he's winning an insane clip, and the, the consistency is just un- utterly remarkable. Here's what I'm wondering. Where will he not... What majors will he not play well at? Isn't this kind of the one where he wouldn't? Like, this would be the one where it would be the hardest against all the bombers and, like, the... This feels like the one, you know, open championship. Sounds delicious. Masters. Brendan, Uh, he's the best best iron player since Tiger. That shit works everywhere. (laughs) Hitting it close works everywhere. Right. Right. It just felt like this would be the hardest kind of thing to set up for him to win it. But, you know, he had all the experience from Cal. I would of, think of the majors, of the limited universe, like a, maybe a Beth Page type setup at a PGA or something. I don't know. Wingfoot. Well, how will Wingfoot? Seems like that'll play right into his strength. Yeah. So, man. You know? I just, what, if he, just, what if he wins all three majors this year and the one's canceled? I'm trying to find weaknesses or places where it doesn't go or does, might be a uphill climb and doesn't see every everywhere it feels like he'd be a good pick trendy choice good choice. i think the where you would struggle is if they moved it to a putt putt course <laughs> that is true that could get dicey i saw will uh i think it was will bardwell talked about him in alternate shot like imagine him in alternate shot at Ryder cup it's just gonna be the biggest like roller coaster he's hitting approach shots then he gets the five foot putts it's like unbelievable sort of swings. You know, uh, uh, that'll be it. Go ahead. We didn't get a FedEx Cup update after the round, but we did get 
uh, how many Ryder Cup points that uh, Colin Morikawa accrues. Well, that's what you know when it's your championship. You got your thumb on the scale. That's what you do. You don't. You whip the broadcaster into saying we ignore the Courier Cup and we're talking about Ryder Cup points. So and also the what? what the who would you piece. take the uh, JT or Morikawa right now? It's a good. I think it's a legit question. The thing is, Morikawa is not young. Young, like he's twenty three. I don't know. It probably JT, right? He's won thirteen times already. One of the things I think I would think about is, say Morikawa had turned pro two years early. Would he have six PGA Tour wins right now? Seven. Maybe that's such a that's such a unknowable. Thing. Let's just say he gets I mean, he gets two more for the two years. He's won three times in less than. Maybe a year. he's not as good. Maybe he's not as good. Maybe the four years of college made him what this kind of player. You know, maybe it's when he's twenty, he wouldn't be at at the level that he's at now. He wouldn't. All right, let's just give him one extra. He's twenty three. He's got four wins in a major. He's still he's ahead of JT at that point, right? Yeah, you're giving him a win. Okay. Just give, just give him one win. Wins. Give okay. him one win. Right. Okay. Give okay. him. Give him. Give him any him opposite field except All for the right. PR. Right. The PR curse right. is still going. I thought. I I thought for a second today when when Finau made those two bobs back to back. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my god, he's gonna break the PR curse in emphatic fashion. But no, he didn't. No. Didn't didn't uh, you know? He, Is that the was, best thing that's happened to Morikawa? Winning winning the CUDA instead of the PR? Sure, you could say that. It's up there. Hovland's screwed. He's done. He might as well not even show up anymore. Collect his points, but he's never going to win again. Uh, Finau had to go out of his way to tell like the people, like, listen, guys, I was playing to win. Thought I was gonna win. I'm trying to win. I want to win. All this stuff. I feel bad for the guy. T four. But here's the thing I was thinking about as I scanned the leaderboard, and we we heard it was all crazy manic. There were seven guys tied for the lead. It's hard for me to pick anyone out and say they like lost it or choked it or just played like shit. DJ maybe to a certain extent. But Morikawa went and just kind of grabbed it. Yes. Took it. A lot of these guys shot like 66. Bryson, Finau, uh, Scotty Scheffler, Scheffler made one bogey and shot a 68. Like the, these guys played. It's hard for them to say anyone, you know, shit themselves. Colin Morikawa just went and got it. That's and the thing. Usually it- in a major, we can come up with a guy or two, a Ricky type that, that did a Ricky. But I don't think that happened today. When you think about it, we were sitting there and it looked like like we nobody had any clue who was going to win. And there's this deadlock. There's I think DJ was at 11, Morikawa and seven other guys are at 10 at that point. Yeah. Morikawa yeah. chips in after he chili dipped a wedge which Bacon last night talked about how he'd never do it in his life. <laughs> which was funny but good call he he, uh, he chili dips and, and it looks like it's gonna turn for Morikawa and instead he chips in he goes to 11 so he hit he hit the two best shots coming down the stretch of anybody because then a hole later not you know he plays 15 pars it but 20 minutes later he hits that dri- driver to what six five feet on 16 yeah. iconic shot that 
It's one of the probably one of the ten greatest shots without a doubt in PGA Championship history. We'll have to run it back. Is Sean McKeel's the greatest? I I don't know. I I just off the probably a tiger, one of Valhalla, one of those putts. Yeah, maybe. but I mean McKeel's obviously you know it was he gets, a great shot, but I just yeah, I think you got to discount it because it's Sean McKeel. Well, that's the problem. We can't do that. It's like, a freaking incredible shot of the seventy second hole from the rough at Oak Hill. This that, one whatever. just seems like it's going to be. I mean. And it's just going to be the shot that, like, you're going to be like, that's the shot that launched Colin Morikawa pot- potentially into the next superstar of golf. Is it an exhibit in the count and an argument against your take that, you know, drives? How many iconic shots are drives? Do we recall as drives? They're always like, well, one could call it, one pump. might call it an approach shot. An approach and say shot. that was that's a long so par okay. three today. If there's no green or flag or target like that to to, yeah. to have this crescendo at the end, and it's just a great drive, yeah, going down the middle of the fir- yeah, I he got hit a, he hit a great drive on eighteen. We aren't talking about his drive on eighteen. <laughs> he piped it there, right? <laughs> we're, we're, the, I mean, we're, there's got to no, be I an gotcha. end 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 I'm target. I'm just trying to poke. I'm just trying to stir you up. I'm trying to get you around. It's, it's technically a par three. The par three, you know, par defined by the original uh, definition was, you know, a great shot, you know, plus two putts. And that was a great, a great shot gets you out of the green by an expert player. Okay. So it was par hey, three, technically. Any other Morikawa thoughts? I'm excited to just see where it goes. He's number two in the Courier Cup now. Who gives a shit about that? He got an extra 100 points. He got a watch. How about that making the graphic? Omega timepiece and a money clip. Winner's money clip. Although I, I am, we have some crazy, you know, crazy listeners that are sending us the value of the timepiece, which I should have suspected. It's like a $54,000 watch. Again, whatever that that is, it's a very small percentage of the, the winner's check in the purse, but. I'm just amused it made the graphic because it was Activation City Omega. Here's the other thing. Yeah. Beyond the Omega watch, he overtakes your boy, Todd, is the favorite for player of the year. I thought JT was favorite for player of the year. You know, some might say Todd was. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. But now it's Morikawa. Why? Because he's won well, and so won a major? We, might, we actually might see some more shenanigans from the players this year again. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what would they do? You think they prefer Memphis? And they pick, yeah, they're going to pick JT over Morikawa. Shenanigans. Because he won, he won a couple of opposite field events. You think they're going to try to limited, pay off? Not opposite, limited field events. Limited. They're going to pay off big FedEx? Well, he won Memphis. That counts for something. Um, Geronimo's no. voting JT. We know that. <laughs> Do you think Geronimo gets a vote? What are we talking about? <laughs> um, they do. All the agents vote, right? Maybe somebody, you know, the players don't even vote. Um, all right. So Morikawa, amazing. Start of probably a lot of big things. No? Yeah. The best thing about this, though, is like usually we'd be sitting here forlorn in August that we don't get a, ma- a major for another, you know, eight months. 
right? Yeah. That's the tradition. It's like, oh, what do you got to do? What do you, I mean, you, what are you going to look forward to? You could win the FedEx Cup. Great, I guess. You know, that doesn't get you up. Like, hey, he's got a chance at Wingfoot in like six weeks. That's what's so cool about this. And maybe Augusta, you know, in, in November. So that's what's so unique and good, cool about this. And, and the way he's playing the summer, man, it seems within range. It's, so. it, I, I, Went back and I remember the Walter Chung uh, Chun uh, yeah. tweet yeah. after the Colonial where he obviously I mean he butchered he should have won that tournament too and right and then he, you know he says he he'll come back he always does and he came back. Yep. Okay, let's do a read. All right. You just cracked one. You just opened one. This is what you need on a Sunday night. You got uh, baby imminent. So you can't be getting, you know, wild and free. I got to have your mind, right? I've been watching 12 hours of golf a day for four days, and uh, the wife wants me to run some errands in the morning. Ooh, how about that? So I'm drinking an athletic. say, I can't? I watched 48 hours of golf the last four days? (laughs) I I won't be able to do that for you? I've had to watch too much golf? Because I don't think that would go over well. No, I'm running the errands tomorrow morning. All right. Well, there you go. But uh, you are sipping an athletic, <clears throat> al- al- athletic non-alcoholic craft beer. They've come in to support us again. They were here in dry January, start of a great year for me, great year for all of us. Uh, not you know pandemic wise, but great year for health, health, you know, getting healthier. So not uh, non-pandemic health, <laughs> non-pandemic reasons. Well, which one you got there? Looks I've like got the upside, the upside down. down. Gold uh, Don. Not Don, down, dawn, dawn. Not like like dusk and dawn. Fifty calories in each one. It's a craft non-alcoholic beer. It's not the piss in a bottle stuff. Um, it's delicious. Get, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Free shipping nationwide. The URL is athleticbrewing.com. The discount code is Fried Egg Fall Twenty. You get twenty percent off your entire order. So not a can. Not a six-pack. Whatever you decide to order, you get 20% off with Fried Egg Fall 20. Uh, it's just a good alternative when you need a taste. When you I'll need t- a taste, it needs to stay right. I'll tell you, since we started this with them in January, I've had like a, I've just had a couple athletics at all times in the house. And it's so nice to have like if you're, I don't know about other people, but if I'm grilling, I like need to have a beer. Yeah. It's like a weird thing that like, it's like if I'm grilling, I like feel empty without a beer. And this is awesome to have like on a weekday when we're recording a pod and I don't want to, you know, fall asleep before I, you know, I can have two beers (laughs) and not be like tired or or a little bit out of it or say something that might get me in trouble. Yep. 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 I, I, yes. Yeah. That's, That's the exact same way I use it. I need a taste, and I need to not fall asleep or be an idiot, and even, you know, greater idiot. So, athleticbrewing.com is the URL. Discount code is fried egg fall twenty. All right, let's. We're done with Morikawa. Let's get to some other folks who played a part. DJ, are you disappointed in DJ? He shot a sixty-eight. I think if if you would have said DJ shoots sixty-eight. I'd say at worst he would have been in a playoff. At worst, okay. Going into the yeah. day, but then you know you saw the wind was down. But 
I mean, it's hard to be disappointed with somebody who shoots 68 in, in the last group of a major. I agree. I agree. It's set up for him well. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that I can throw this on the pile with like a Whistling Straits or a Pebble Beach or a Chambers Bay. Uh, can you? I just I think, I can't. I think the moment where he lost it was very clearly the 10th. Where he hit it into the bunker, yeah. You know, he was yeah. he had he had uh, five or five iron or four iron in there. All he's got, if he hits it that's in the middle of the green, it's just simple birdie. And that was that was essentially his bogey because everybody who was a contender made four there. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of what we saw last year. He was really pushing Brooksy, right, and going to pass him, and then he. Like the last hour, the power hour, as CBS called it. He just fizzled. It was a, it, the putts, I don't know. It's really hard to knock him. The putts don't go in, and it's just golf, or is it something more that's specific to DJ that he doesn't do it often in these spots? I don't know. We just we see his talent. We, it's like visceral. It's right in front of our face. We see it every week. We see the win total on the PGA tour. And it just feels unfulfilling that he has only one major, which, you know, maybe he, that's not fair. He shot one thirty three on the weekend. He shot 65, 68. That's the other thing. He made eight birdies yesterday to get this into that This doesn't go spot. in the bucket to be clear. It doesn't go in the bucket. It's not like some Ricky performance. It's not some DJ performance of old where he, he, blew it with some poor decisions it's just again i don't think anyone you can knock based on the way colin morikawa took it was paul Um, casey the most surprising performer no no it's not surprising at all this is what paul casey does he comes close but he doesn't really really threaten doesn't actually really threaten i I can't stand paul casey i'm sorry he's insufferable to me oh brutal it's all an act he finds the camera he tries to be a little too uh, paul casey really rubs me the wrong way the whole press conference he gave after the day is like, oh i met the best part of my life you know well it just took me 43 years to get here uh, he is he is more contrived than like bryson ricky yeah bryson but except Paul Casey's a good wow. like actor. I didn't, with I didn't his, know you had so much Paul Casey contempt in you. It's not even contempt because he's such a bit player, but like he it, he's a better actor than these guys too. He knows how to like tilt his head and do. It's just so forced. He drives me up a wall. Anyways, he's not surprising. Well, he's a great great player. Why it's not surprising? He shot sixty eight, sixty six. I feel like he usually fades to T eight. I just, he That's played true. really great today. That's true. He was good. Like that up and down he made on 16 was incredible. Yeah. Like, that was like That's a 40 true. yard bunker shot. Like that was an incredible under the gun shot. And he, and then he, you know, he didn't hit the greatest approach to 18, but I mean, the guy had a chance at getting to 12. I mean. No, no. He's a, he's a, he's a full blown pro. I he's was hoping pro. for the he's, Costas. Uh, element also to be in there 
What do you mean? Like someone's from CBS <laughs> acknowledging that Peter Costas is a human being that's or, alive and a former friend of theirs? Yeah, or him. Or Costas or, dialing in, tweeting, or, crashing or Casey, Casey thanking Costas prominently and their former <laughs> former CBS colleague. So you guys knifed him in the back, my coach. I want to <laughs> thank him. Uh, no, he's... He's a. I probably shouldn't have said all those mean things about him. He's got the weird phone case with his wife on it, um, or used to at least. But I, I don't have anything more to say on Casey. Matt Wolf, sixty-five. He's part of a oh, large group. Man, of did you what, see the putting? The putt. He said it was the best ball striking week of his life. He was utterly extraordinary. I mean, he shot. Yeah. He shot sixty-five and. He, we want just the ones we saw because we didn't see him a lot of them. Too many clouds, <laughs> couldn't see him. There were too many clouds, but just the ones we saw. We saw him miss like three putts in a row inside of four or five feet on the back nine. It was, and that seems like it was the whole week because he was he was second going into today in strokes gained tee to green. And because I was, I was on a text, my, my yo yo buddies from college. We're asking me for bets all weekend long. Yeah, and I yeah. I pulled. I said to him, Wolf would be a really good flyer because he's second strokes gained putting or strokes gained tee to green. If he just makes some putts, he's gonna shoot up the board. And sure enough, like he did make some putts today, but he was still horrendous. He was almost last in strokes gained putting. And that's how good he hit the ball. That's frustrating. For him to say it and acknowledge it himself, he's like, it's the best ball striking ball striking week of my life. Uh, he's two two shots short. But he picked up fourteen shots T degree. Huh? He was just not in the coverage. Is that what I'm hearing? Seeing? I was a little late coming from I, the women's AM and it's just like Well I didn't see him much. Hold on. This is I got really frustrated early with the coverage. There were so many commercials. But the flip side of this is when there's 25 guys within five shots, it's impossible to show everybody. So we caught Wolf at the end of his back nine, or end of his first nine, which he birdied the last three holes of the front nine, and then Eagle 10, and that's where they picked him up. But that's where, like, you know, he was one over through six, six holes, so we aren't going to see the early stuff, you know? He's yeah, one. Oh, he was yeah. four under, and then he birdies three in a row, and then eagles the tenth. Yep. So yep. We saw we saw an appropriate amount of Matthew Wolf. Okay. Wow. Backing off. All right. Uh, I mean, we shouldn't have seen him early. That's true. That's true. What was with the delays? Was it just every shot shown was on a tape delay, right? But but it's conspicuously delayed where here he is from 200 yards away and then here he is five seconds later oh. chipping on or like that's the that part of it is like so conspicuous. Look at your face. Well, I got so frustrated early that I got the, I who lamented the second screen stuff, I got yeah. my computer monitor into the living room, set up the two screens i had i had the feature groups which was great because i actually saw what was going on what drove me the most nuts was that you know i was watching the finau thick boy group a lot yeah and finau hits first on 10 then bryson hits and then cbs shows it you know two minutes later and they show bryson hitting first 
Yeah. And you you see Finau's drive Finau's in the fairway, and and, yeah. and then they they act like we're seeing Finau hit. It was like we just saw his ball in the fairway. Imagine doing that in other sports, like basketball. Yeah. Going out of turn or baseball, <laughs> like, well, you know, Red Sox are down 2-1, and, you know, here's the, well, no, here's how they got there, jumping around out of order like that, while you could also see the score, you know, score bug in the bottom. So, I, I um, think they got better as the day went on, I thought. Um, yeah. The... The yeah, when, I don't have any major critique. I, I early on it was really rough because you had all these guys going. You weren't seeing Brooks, who was going for a three peat, talk shit to the entire field, and then came out like flat. It's like why wouldn't you show this happening? This this yeah. is like one of the things that everybody's interested in, and you're not yep. showing him kind of self destruct. Yep. But Can I say one? Go yeah, ahead. You go ahead. One thing with CBS, didn't they? I thought it for sure when I was watching live. Didn't they make an early call on Morikawa with the graphic? Yeah. Now, he was going to win, but it was, I, I think DJ, there was a possibility, right? Yes. Or Scheffler? Like, could have hold out. or I was shocked when they threw that up there. The graphic, like, there's just, even if it's a 1% chance, you can't be doing that. That's like the call in the election for the wrong guy. It's I, like when just, Monty got congratulated at the 92 U.S. Open. Yeah, I, I was, I, that was for sure too early, right? Mathematically, there was someone who could catch him. I thought DJ could catch I, I was surprised they did that. Um, anyways, if you were to give... Bryson, a letter grade for the week. What grade would he get on an A to F scale? You know, I somebody think an a. the SMU physics professor. An A? I mean, I think you're right. He hasn't played well in any majors ever. And he, he was in the right. I mean, he had a legit shot to win. He, he had a lot of cut putts this week that just didn't go in, you know? He had a lot of lip he outs. He did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I um, think, I mean, he was so close. Any any guy that finished 10 or 10 under or better has to feel like they legit, I mean, like we saw with Morikawa, he, he chipped in and then he hit a great shot and that he yeah, was, that two, was it. two golf shots. 14 and 16. That's the difference right there between 10 under and 13 under. What... He so Bryson said, uh, you know, I feel super validated by the week. I think he should. This is also, uh, you said many times, set up in kind of a, a venue that played right into what he's trying to do, right? No, I mean he's not gonna be able to do what he did this week at Wingfoot, no, or well, Augusta even. I think he'll be able to hit the driver up. I think the difference is you're gonna get penalized a lot more for being in the wrong spot. Or being in the rough from a bad angle, hitting into uh-huh. a green. This this golf course just there it get doled out no penalty. You know how many guys that were terrible, like it masked. I I was thinking about this. It's like Camp Champ is a horrible chipper of the ball. Yeah, like Matt Wolf, Bryson, all these guys are bad. 
Uh, granted, the other f- side of the coin is like you had really great scramblers up there too, with like Day. Um, Fee now is a great chipper to the golf ball, but I mean, there just wasn't. You had all these young guys contending. It was just a strange major with who was, and I don't know if this is a sign of times to come, um, yep. but it certainly felt like an outlier in the sense of I can't ever remember having like three or four guys, 25 or under, that had a legitimate shot late on a Sunday to win a major. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah, I, I can't recall it either. I can't recall the last time. That there so hasn't guys. ever been Yeah, one. right. I'm thinking like maybe a Masters when there's like guys. When but guys not that young, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And you're it, right. It, this golf course just didn't require a lot of shots, you know? It was just hit driver, hit your approach shot, and then if you miss the green, you're chipping from thick rough every single hole to a flat no, green. I, I think for Bryson, I think it is, it is an A. I, I don't... Uh, I think the whole top 15 thing was really bugging him and the way we know he operates this like is a monkey off his back and now he can go and try and win one. And now I think like he does have to win one because that'll start to get really irritated. He's the kind of person who will get really irritated and he's in the spotlight enough. He'll be asked about it nonstop. If he doesn't win one in the next three, four, five opportunities, it'll just start to build. But uh, no, I think he's bouncing out of there. Happy. Uh, yeah, champ. Champ. Anything with you said Saturday night? You were like he was beautiful. You were super impressed with him. He crashing back down to earth. I mean, he played pretty good. He and he was in it. You know, I I can't fault. This is the thing. I can't fault a kid the first time on a Sunday like him mm-hmm. shooting anything even or better. I feel like is a is a huge like plus like he was he got in the mix it didn't go his way he didn't necessarily play great on the back nine but you know he was in it and that's the valuable experience is we see it with so many players is like you you fail a lot or at least once usually before you succeed the Colin Morikawa story of major championships you get in the hunt one time and win is so rare yeah, Ben yeah. Curtis won his first major try. Like, yeah. there's not many people that won. this is Colin Morikawa's second major. He won. You know that doesn't happen very much. And any I don't know, guys, Champ. Oh, sorry. How many has Champ played in now? Three, four. This is the first one he's contended in. Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't think he's been in a Masters. S- Scotty uh, Scheffler, I thought was great today. Yep. I mean, you got to the young That's guys other, are so good. Any other odds and end guys? Day. I mean. <sighs> I kind of like in a weird way wanted Day to win. Why? I I just he's another guy who's I think he's long term one major doesn't suit how much how well he's played. Yeah, and how how much he's been there in 10 years. Mm-hmm. So many masters right. close calls, you know. And I I, I like this version of Day. I think he got, he became a superstar, got big. He had the huge entourage, and now it seems like it's just him and his golf. Yeah. Yeah, he said he missed birdies at four and seven, 16 and 17, and that was it. Knew he had to go crazy low. Uh, all right, any other odds and end guys before we discuss What Bruxy? about you? For what? You have Day? any odds, odds and ends? Not really. I'm throwing them all out. Yeah, all at you. We did Fina. What we about did Todd? Scheffler. 
What about it? Top 20. Like, this top. is what you like to see. Top 20 in a major where it's all stacked against him. Where he's, you know, as you would say, poofing it out there. Average of 260 or 270, whatever he finished at. Uh, and he, it's just a sign of how good he's playing. Top 20. I think he's dangerous going to the next month. He could be your FedEx Cup champion. I could see it happening. He could win at Wyndham next week. Hey, if Tiger wins at the Tour Championship, Zick count is 83, and there's only 29 guys to beat. It shouldn't. Because they're talking all about that. I don't think that should qualify, right? But we'll get the graphics, that's for sure. Who's going to win uh, the FedEx Cup this year? I don't. Why are we asking ourselves? That's not a real question. Uh, Calamore Cow, probably. Okay, let's do Brooks. Ah, where do we start? I don't think you can come in, rattle it, try and rattle everybody's cage like Mike and show up like Clyde. You know, it just total, like granted. Like Clyde. I've, I think Clyde is a, is a huge compliment. Why? I, I don't think he played like Clyde. He played like. Uh, what he shot, 74? Yeah, he played like, um, like uh, Craig Hodges. So Corey, Corey Benjamin. We didn't talk a lot about it on Saturday. He was, was baby ongoing, Jordan. Harold Miner. We Harold Miner. Because uh, we were recording as he was chatting. But I, I don't understand the hard swerve into really popping at DJ. Like, I just don't. Like, I get Bryson irritating people. I get um, some others irritating people. Reed or whatever. I don't understand why he was so mean to DJ. And I didn't necessarily, I enjoyed it as a content consumer. Um, but I think it put, like, you gotta, you gotta show out. You can't just start talking shit about everybody in the field and on the leaderboard. And you, you gotta show up. Now, does this mean, he, like, the four majors and the work he's all done are, like, nullified or diminished in any way? Of course not. But, it's just like you back it up the next day with nothing, not even a charge. It's a little blemish. And maybe I'd never say I've getting tired of his act. I'd never do that. But it's a little bit of a blemish. I, I And I also was sort of thrown off by going at DJ, who's just lumbering around trying to mind his business, I would think. So. I Yeah, I don't get the DJ shots. I don't understand where they came from. Even if the media made up the the like close friendship i mean brooks agreed to sh go on the cover of whatever it was golf digest or whatever with him clearly they were they weren't oh, just right. two guys playing on the pga tour they were friends at one point like i don't understand this like what did dj do something to to make brooks mad we need to get to the jupe scoop. Yeah. You talk to somebody in the woods, Jupiter, square grouper, a, find out what's going on down there. Should I sign up for a 10, 10 pack of training sessions at Joey D's? <laughs> I wonder how much that costs. Get down uh, there, get, get really, get my ear to the, ear to the, uh, floor mats. I, I, so I don't know. Does it do anything for how you view Brooks? No Does it matter. I, I, I appreciate his candid nature. I like that he says stuff. He Every opens himself up to getting popped, though. <laughs> if, if this happens, then. Uh, you right? know, 
boxers proclaim they're the greatest all the time and then go get their ass kicked in the ring. You know? <laughs> like, this is pretty That's common true. in other sports. Did you see what happened with Damian Lillard and Patrick Beverly and, yeah. and the whole Clippers yeah. this weekend? Yep. I yep. mean, this, this is something, this is a team that's not even in the playoffs yet. And Damian Lillard's talking shit to Paul George, you know, telling him he's going to get bounced because he keeps switching teams. You know, this is, <laughs> this is a commonplace in other sports. I think it just goes so hard against the, uh, the image that the tidy image the PGA Tour loves to keep, which is. No, no, no. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Finish your thought. Did I cut you off? And, and no, I. I just think that Brooks is a welcome sight. It, he's, it makes it more the, like totally. other sports. Totally. That's a separate point. Like, I want him talking as much as forever, as much as he can and want. But, like, I think when you start just massacring DJ about how he doesn't get it done and he's never gotten it done like you, you kind of got to come the next day. At least factor. And that's all. That's all. And it, it doesn't mean Brooks is a fraud. It just opens himself up to a shot or two when he doesn't do it. So, And Rory. Rory came at him a bit. Did you see yeah. Rory defending DJ's honor? Yeah. Little little jupe scoop love triangle down there. Because um, here's Rory. I, wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't say it's different, right? It's a different mentality to bring golf that I don't think a lot of golfers have. When I was watching the golf last night and I heard the interview, we just I was just sort of taken aback by what he said and whether he was trying to play mind games or not. If he's trying to play mind games, he's trying to do it the wrong, to the wrong person. I don't think TJ really gives much of a concern to that. But it's just different. I certainly try to respect everyone out here. Everyone is a great player. If you want a major championship, you're a hell of a player. And then he adds, the Prince of Pontevedra comes riding in on his white stallion with this crown... <laughs> On his head. Because, I mean, sort of hard to knock a guy that's got 21 wins on the PGA Tour, which is three times what Brooks has. It's Jay Monahan talking points there. Uh, you know what would have been I, sick? If, if, somebody, if somebody said that, what Rory said to Brooks, and then Brooks said, well, I, I wasn't sure if Rory played this week. I didn't see him at the course at all because they were two times were so far apart. Opposite. I mean, Brooks, well, Brooks now hates Rory forever. Brooks <laughs> reads everything. He sees everything. He sees every comment. He hears everything from what I understand. He's obviously going to see this, and he's probably going to hate Rory for the rest, you know, for an extended period of time. Uh, I saw a picture, speaking of Rory, they were doing the montage. God, he looks so young and different, 2014. It's been a long time since Rory won a major. Long time. It's... uh. The thing about it, too, is like it's been a long time since I thought Rory was going to win a major in a major. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, he made the eagle at Carnoustie, and like he was kind of tied for the lead there. Tiger Remember was that in, open? in that one, too, though. There was Spieth yeah. was in that one. No, I know. I know. But like where you really were like, you know what, Rory's going to win this. Sure. sure, It's not like, it's not like he hasn't been around on the back nine. Perfect example is DJ. I might have said the final pairing with Reed. I was like, all right, there's like a 60% chance Rory wins this tomorrow. Probably the. Right. But but it it was quickly not the case. Yeah. Oh, that was over by like 
seven or six or something. I don't remember when he was done. DJ, but, we yeah. had the, today. Like you could say, going into the back nine, you're like, you know, DJ's going to win this, and nobody would be like, oh, you're crazy. You could say the same thing about DJ at Shinnecock. You know, oh, DJ's going to win this on the back after nine. thirty six holes. He was the, he right? was the fifty four hole leader. Is that right? He was okay. in the last group. Okay. I mean, there's okay. there's so many occasions where you could have said that about a lot of these other players. And Rory, for being what people say is the greatest player of this generation, has been a relative non-factor on late on Sunday in majors for we'll be a- six years, seven years we'll- now. What will be amazing is if he like wins the FedEx Cup again here this next month. Sam's I don't think he's going to win the FedEx Cup. I don't think so either. He's not playing his best right now. I don't, I don't but, think he'll win. I would I would wager heavy money on not winning. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I'm just throwing the hypothetical out there that he wins it and then like you know is just another non-factor in a month that Wingfoot. Um. Okay, any other PGA odds and ends before we do other quick results? Anything? You want, you have any more thoughts on Harding Park? Should they go back there? I I think it is a fine PGA Tour venue. It's uh-huh. if you like I said, I think last night, if you throw to if you make it a par 72, the scores would be essentially what we see week in week out and the leaderboard would have been week like what we see every week on the PGA Tour. What should be the major championship venue in that part of the country? I mean, you, you does Pebble count as as I, San I think it should count. Okay. I mean, would you? It's an hour and what twenty minutes? No, I agree. I agree. But what about city? Like anywhere? In they the got metro Olympic area? Club too. Yeah, they're gonna have. Yeah, they're re- they're yeah. redoing it, and uh, what it it just bugs me the you know having played golf in that area is like. The other golf courses in that area are, you know, they've got great topography. You're never hitting from, you're never hitting from flat lies, and all the greens are pretty severe. And that golf course was just flattened. It was like the tour just neutered it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, no, you're good. We got it. You're good. You're good. I just but I'm thinking I love, about like what you got to go to markets like this and I love the no munis too. I love it being yeah. at a muni. There's it. Yeah. It's a great story and the golf should be majors should be more at munis. But you know they should be the renovation should be done by competent architects. <laughs> Any other coverage thoughts? I mean, ESPN, what are, what are, again, kicked its ass. Kicked ass. They did. They were great. What else is there to say about CBS? I agree. I agree. I'm just making sure we check our the boxes. Uh, I like CBS getting the, the the Paul Casey reaction. I thought they did well with the crowded leaderboard late. They did. Late. They did okay. It seemed you like they front loaded the the commercials. Commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wasn't it, watching then. So you gotta put like you have to have commercials and make money if you're paying all this money f- to broadcast it you know right the reality right. is you have to have commercials yep and i think they they front lo- it seemed like they front loaded them and down the stretch they did a decent job um you want to do other results real quick yeah let's t- this was a f- tell me about the, this was tell a- me about the uh women's am uh it was great 
That's all I got. No, it was a wrote a little article about it. Yeah, New uh, York Times. Look at that. Yeah. The podcast got some clout. We got a New York Times contributor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I told him to make sure it's like it's one half of two idiots hosting a podcast in my whatever <laughs> description bio. Um, no, it was good. I wrote an article about it. You can read it. Uh, it's just different. Those those are so cool. Uh, There's so much different. You know, it's it's not sure you would notice if, the, if there were fans allowed or not. Right? I, I the strongest possible recommendation. I tweeted this. I've said this before to go into sectional qualifying. If you have one within driving distance of you, if you have an amateur event, a, a four ball, a mid amateur event, I think you should go. You can kind of just freely walk around the fairway. Don't be an idiot and get factor into the play, disrupt the play, but um, and get up close to world class players, world class you know uh, talents. And that was what this was. It was. A, 36-hole match that needed 38 holes to be decided against a 17-year-old Rose Jane. Zane going to Stanford, I think she's committed to. It's just, I don't know. She's in the top 10 in the Wager. She's a teenager, 17. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. And Gabby Ruffles, who uh, blew like a three-footer uh, on the 38th hole. It's, it's just a great experience. I, I thought, How about the concession on the 36th hole? Talk to talk to me about that. Zane, she was doing that all day. She was she was pretty liberal, and then Ruffles on thirty seventh hole didn't give one to her. Didn't give one to Zane that was inside that an inside what she had just given to Ruffles. I would say it was close. So then I'm wondering if that's then on the thirty eighth. You know, Zane's like, all right, I'm not going to give it to Gabby, and she misses. I, I don't know. I, there was a lot of concessions. Concession, and none of them were blatant, should have or shouldn't have given them to him. But uh, that that wedge shot from the rough was outrageous. I was standing next to the the green right there when Zane hit that to recover from uh, the rough on 18. Yeah, I saw that shot. It was unbelievable. It's just, um, it's just I don't know. This gets a little sappy, but like, I don't know. Ruffles was in tears. She was emotional. She had just blew it. And like she, this is over romanticizing it, but like she picks up her own bag and has to walk off, like kind of like quietly slips away from the ceremony. And, you know, her mom's like, I can like hear her mom consoling her, like, Gabby, like you were out there all day. It's so hot. You won it already once. You know, it's just like. Yeah. You're not going to get that at the PGA, and that doesn't make the PGA worse and one better. It's just a different kind of pure golf experience. She just blew it. She grabs her own bag and kind of quietly walks away and walks to the parking lot and gets out of there while her mom consoles her. It, Isn't that how Justine talks to Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> you suck. You suck. We're going to club champion tomorrow. We're getting the loft. <laughs> Um, it's it's cool results. with youth sports. I, I'll say this: like with with all the stuff with youth sports and parenting and youth sports, it is refreshing to hear what you heard from Mrs. Ruffles. Yes, so there were some that are definitely not that that yeah. were out there this week, and you know, Mrs. Ruffles like a <laughs> Mrs. Ruffles tennis pro, Miss <laughs> Anna Maria Fernandez. She was the national champion tennis player at USC, so like she maybe understands how not to be a 
you know, pushy parent. But yeah, it was cool. It was a very cool experience. I left a good taste in my mouth. Uh, I wish my last results. name was Ruffles so I could be Mr. Ruffles. I just think that's a, a funny name to be called. Oh, Mr. It's Ruffles. It's a good name. Uh, Mr. The, Cheetos. <laughs> Mr. Doritos. Yeah. Mr. Fritos. Mr. Lay's. What do you? What do you want? What do you? Roll gold. What are we talking about right now? I just, I just liked, I liked the name Mrs. Ruffles because it just. It's make- a good. It's a good name. Uh, a marathon classic. You see Lydia Ko. What I, happened? I saw what happened. Just an utter meltdown. Five shot lead, six to play. Do you think? Do you think she got like a a recurring hit of lead poison, and that's what happened on the last six? David lead poison. Uh, she what did she like? Blade a chip through the green, and then chipped through again into the bunker, and made a double and lost. Danielle Kane. She sweeps the uh, Miss Toledo. What, what do we want to call it? The Glass City Swing or something like that. Yeah, Miss Toledo. Uh, so she wins back to back. Andy Sullivan wins the English championship. I don't have any more details. I just saw he went nuts. Yeah, he, he shot like 62, 64, 60, Yeah. You know what I always think love. about with Andy Sullivan? He made the Ryder Cup team. The uh, hole in one challenge. What I think got? one day he wore like almost like all yellow or something. And he looks like a bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds. Because <laughs> he's kind of a smaller guy, yeah, yeah. he just looks like a bumblebee. You know, whenever I hear Andy Sullivan, I immediately think of a bumblebee. We'll have to find this archival photo <laughs> to corroborate why you have this thought in your head. We'll have to dig deeper on that. The third bumblebee. leg of the coffee pot. Yeah, we only got one more leg left. So it's good. they're going to Wales now, right? I think they're going across the border. Are we gonna Maybe get somebody in the on coffee the pot? The coffee pot uh, shirt. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do shotgun start comeback player of the year. We're gonna get it to our friend uh, Todd Watch. I think we're gonna do that. We have a better chance of that getting done than coffee pot. Um. Last one. Lee Hodges wins the Portland Open. Oh, good. He's player. a good player. Really good player. Good. Good player. He's up there now. I think third behind Davis Riley and Zalatoris in points. So, not that he can go anywhere anytime soon. Oh, but that's that's the best thing about this is we just saw we just saw like four guys Morikawa. under the age of twenty five. Yeah, yeah. You know, Wolf Morikawa. Basically, they haven't even been PGA Tour members. They've been PGA Tour members for a year. You know. Yep. And they are yep. contending in majors. We got these guys just sitting down there. You know, Davis Riley, Zalatoris, yep. just sitting yep. there. Playing Scheffler, the Winko Scheffler sat there for a year. Didn't play in any major. You know, he's playing his essentially real first major as a PGA Tour pro. Could have been playing in, PG, in the PGA last year. Probably. All right. Just unbelievable how stupid this is. Playing the way out here. We're playing the hits on the way out here. Yeah, Lee Hodges is your winner. All right. It was a great week, man. You're, we're tired. I can tell you're tired. How many podcasts we do? I, I was out in the sun. Walked what do we 36 do? Eight, holes. Six podcasts this week? I don't know. I lost Something track. Like that. Tuesday, you got a kid Tuesday, coming Tuesday's going to be week? the one that, that hurts. 
Tuesdays sometimes are when we get most loopy. The Bad to the Bone Andy North episode happened after the week out at Pebble Beach. We were kind of looped and it worked out. So I just I hope next year PGA we're we're there. That's we're Kiowa, we better get on the shuttle now. <laughs> get there in time. I just am shuttle saying from like time. a standpoint of I hope we're there, I hope fans are there. No, I I, I yeah. like golf without fans personally, but <laughs> I would just like society to be able to return to yeah, normal. Would be good. Would be good. <laughs> be a all right, good thank, thing. Th- thank you guys for hanging with us all week. Hopefully it uh enriched or livened up the uh first major back. We will probably plan to do what, dailies for the remaining two majors, I would imagine. Yeah. We will be doing that. Uh calls for that. So uh, it was a great first week back. We are blessed to have you guys listening, blessed to have Major Championship Golf, and uh, we'll be back on Tuesday, ready to get Wyndham Rewards season. is upon us. The, the Wyndham Top the Ten. Kind of unbelievable. I wonder how many in the Top Ten are going. We'll have Extra that. Extra men on pillow. That we'll coming have that Wednesday. Investigative report for you on Wednesday. All right.